Welcome to another episode of Zealous Radio. This week we have a really special episode. Um, earlier we talked to Shirley Phelps Roper, who is the spokesperson for the Westboro Baptist Church, um, better known as the God Hates Fags people or the God Hates America people. Um, and with us we had Bob Freeman, Big Hi. Cone. And my co-host Chris Otto. Hey guys. Hey. <laughs> Anyhow, okay. Well, let's let's uh, let's listen to the interview now with Shirley Phelps Roper from the Westboro Baptist Church. Big fan. All right. We're on the phone with Shirley Phelps Roper from the Westboro Baptist Church. We have Bob Freeman, Chris Otto, and Big Tone on the line with us. Um, so Shirley, your father, your father Fred Phelps, was a uh, was extremely important back in the 50s um, with civil rights. He was a civil rights attorney, and he took pro bono cases for black people to fight for their civil rights and for others as well. Yes, he he actually pioneered civil rights in this state, and he did it for about 25 years in the courts. When he got out of law school, one of the first things that he did was take a there were sit-ins, a lot of sit-ins, and Kansas University is about 30 minutes from here, and he um, represented about 100 black students, including included in that group is that uh, ball player, Gail Sayers. That's right. And yeah, and he was. Um, uh, he, they couldn't find any white lawyer who would represent them to that white jury, and so they asked my dad, who had already distinguished himself. You see, because it's first and foremost about the words that are written in the book. And the words say, God has made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell upon the face of the earth. And one law shall be to the homeborn and to the stranger that sojourns among you. So bringing all those black people from Africa and, and enslaving them and, and mistreating them and using them as your um, sex toys, which is what they did in this country. Right. It was wrong. It was wrong then. It was wrong to carry it forward. And that was what motivated him. And he grew up in the South. He grew up in Mississippi. And he saw and he knew about those uh, such things as separate uh, drinking fountains and, and all those details that played out. Right. So, um, so your family is used to facing challenges like that. Um, and... And also kind of going against what the status quo is at the time. You guys are used to yes. that adversity. Um, did you yes. receive threats as a kid as a result of... of well, the- we, we had not, not only uh, abusive and many phone calls. Every once in a while, my dad would do something like a, uh, like a TV editorial, and he wouldn't finish the thing. It wouldn't finish playing out on a local TV station, and the phone would be ringing. Or it would ring for any reason if there was a case that made some kind of news with people yelling uh, foul and nigger lover and this and that. And also they would shoot out our cars and windows and things like that. So, yeah. Wow. Not not unlike what they do today. (laughs) Yeah. So now you, you guys are used to the threats. 
and the intimidation because of your beliefs. And right. and, and the thing, the difference, what's what's interesting about your family is that you're not afraid to go out there with your beliefs and 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 you stick by them. Yes, because we serve a great king, and he said that he hates drawing back. He said, if any man draws back, my soul will have no pleasure in him, because we are not as them that draw back unto perdition, but as them that believe to the saving of the soul. We know that our king watches our back, so we got nothing to worry about. Right. Now, um, now you you guys go out, and and you have your site, GodHatesFags.com, and you also have GodHatesAmerica.com. Um, and God Hates the World. Is there any country that's 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 doing the right you know the right thing as far no. as uh, no no I mean if, do you do you know of any I mean there, there's not any there's nothing on the landscape well, I you definitely remember the, I definitely the think Lord God Jesus Christ Haiti. said yes yeah <laughs> no doubt and when Sean Penn stood out there and perused the scene and said. Haiti is a as a nation that's been bullied by God. Right. He said a mouthful. Right. He admitted that he knows that God is the one that's uh, exacting this uh, retribution and executing this judgment. So, if God can do such powerful things like mm-hmm. cause huge tsunamis and earthquakes, and um, snow in Dallas, why, yeah, why, why? And why isn't he handling the whole fag situation? Why does he oh, need he soldiers like you to go out and fight on the front lines against the fags? Well, first of all, he you say, why does he need it? The answer, mm-hmm. overarching all of it, is he needs nothing. Uh, but the reason he has this uh-huh. to be the methodology that he uses is because he can. This is his work. And sure. he's given you the face of his work in his word. Mm-hmm. He left a record. And the record includes using Moses to go and tell Pharaoh that you're supposed to cut loose of my people so that they can serve me in truth. And let then my he also go. used, yeah, and, but don't stop it, let my people go. Let my people go, comma, so they can serve me. And, and then he said, but when you go tell them, and you're going to go tell them, Moses, you're going to. And when you do that, I am going to harden Pharaoh's heart so he's not going to let you go. And I'm going to do that so that I can get my glory when I kick his ass. And then he did. Wow. He, wow. he sent those plagues one after another. And at the end of the process, he destroyed in one fell swoop the most powerful army in the world at that time, that Egyptian mm-hmm. army was the most powerful army in the world. Mm-hmm. And he wiped them all out completely, every single soldier. Wow. So so do you think that, so what you're saying is that you think now AIDS is that epidemic that he sent out? No, no, it's, that's just one. That's okay. Just, you can have that tiny little, yes, another tiny little adumbration of the big thing that's on the way. It, you understand the destruction of this nation is mm-hmm. imminent. But when this nation goes down, there's going to be a whole lot more activity happens, and you can read about it in the in the book, the book that's called The Revelation. You can read about the full, final, complete destruction of stupid, rebellious, doomed America 
in Revelation 18. Two events happen in that chapter. The first one is in the process. It's the fall of this country. The second one is just about the last four or five verses. It is the complete, final, full, utter, abrupt, awful destruction of this country. What, how, now, do you think it's going to be like a fire and brimstone, or, or will it be... Well, the, what, the, what it says in the book, what it says in the words, is that this nation's going to drop like a big rock into the sea. But there are other prophets that described it and talked about it, uh, and what they say includes these notions, these concepts. It's going to be fiery. Think of those adumbrations of that that are going on. California... Arnold says that California no longer has a burn season. It mm. just burns all the time. Mm. Uh, so uh, it's going to include fire. It's going to include earthquakes. It's going to, here's what you need to think. Did you see the stories this past weekend about that uh, exploding factory in Connecticut where they, where they have fags marrying? They were the third state to have fags marrying. Did you see the words about that? Did you see the guy standing on CNN squalling, saying those people flew forty feet into the air? Wow! This is what you need to. This is what you need to think. Projectile rebels. That's just some of the first fruits of the flying rebels. Projectile rebels. This land. This is what the promise from God is for this nation. The land is going to vomit you out, right. and it's going to be awesome. Just awesome. Now, is there any saving it? it no. It, there's no reversing that effect. Is there prolonging no. it? No. What? There's, there's prolonging nothing. it? Yes. Can we prolong it? Prolong the Well, of course, you could have a, a national day of repentance, a national, you can from top to bottom repent, but that isn't going to happen. This nation is so proud of their sin. They're so proud of themselves. They're so smart and strong, and they got it all, and they're, oh, they're a superpower. No, there's no fixing this. Right. Now, what you what it, each each person has a never dying soul. So while it is unquestionably too late for this nation, each person is going to weigh in on these issues. Right. And that's going to determine your own personal fate. So as long as we live the word, we can still go to heaven, even though we're going to die in a fiery death. No, silly. If you are a servant no. of God, if you are an obedient servant of God, mm -hmm. you, you're not going to be dying. God doesn't abuse and mistreat his people. You, that's, a, that's the wrong, uh, you're, you're lumping the wrong things together. Oh, I'm sorry. If you die in this fiery holocaust, you're going to land in hell immediately. Oh. But if you are a servant of God, you're not going to die in the fiery holocaust, and you're, oh, not, cool. going to, uh, and you're not going to go to hell. Okay. I, I have a question, actually. It's ironic that you mentioned the holocaust. I'm, I'm Jewish, and uh, I've always who wondered... Who are you now? I'm, I'm Bob Freeman. Bob I'm Bob Freeman. Bob Freeman. And, so you say you're Jewish? Yeah, uh, and I always wonder... Oh, yay. If, if God... If God is real, how could he have let the Holocaust happen? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. First of all, you need Me to too. understand, it, and I'm so glad that you are on here. I didn't realize that you were on here, because we today have words and discussion for our Jewish uh, 
our beloved Jewish brothers. Every Jew that's living today is in a uniquely um, favored position for this reason. Right. If there's about 14 million roughly Jews living today. There are two. Now that, now that the Antichrist is sitting in the most powerful office in the world, we are, our timeline has become very disciplined and a lot shorter. So with that in mind, there are two major events that are going to directly involve uh, the Jews. The first one, you're not going to like it good, because at the end of that one, that's the beast leading the nations to march upon Jerusalem, and the prophets variously uh, put it like this, that, that city is going to be trodden underfoot by the Gentiles for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Others put it like this, and that city will be taken, and their houses rifled, and their women ravished, and so many are going into captivity, and so many are going to die. But at the end of that process, because the fullness of the Gentiles will be in at that point, God is going to turn to the Jews, those that are left living, and out of those that are left alive, because there's going to be a lot of dead Jews. But it's going to make that Holocaust, and the Babylonian captivity, the destruction of Jerusalem and under Titus the Great in 70 A.D., the destruction of the ten tribes by the fierce, vicious Assyrians, all of that is going to look like a pinky-out tea party. The Lord Jesus Christ and all the prophets agree that it is going to be the worst affliction seen in this earth from the beginning of the creation to that day, or ever after, ever after. But of those Jews that are left alive, God is going to pour out a spirit of grace and supplication, and 144,000 of them are going to be given, by the mercy of God, a heart to know their God. And they are going to look upon him whom they pierced. That would be the Lord Jesus Christ. And they're going to mourn for him like one mourns for his only child. And at the end of uh, uh, Ezekiel 16, it puts it like this. That I'll paraphrase just for uh, simplicity. Um, they're going to see how abhorrent they are under this curse of God, and they're going to shut the hell up forever, except to praise and glorify and honor the Lord their God. How oy awesome vey. is that? <laughs> Did you say oy vey? Oy <laughs> vey. You know, even as we speak, we're fixing to we, we're fixing to have another trip into to California uh, to the you know the Julicious Festival. Yeah. Okay, so we're getting ready for that, and my number my number one daughter is down here. I can hear her down here because she's rewriting that song because she just got a tweet or something today about this. So you got to hear this. Is that You'd Megan? Be so happy. Yeah, Megan. Megan? Oh, okay. She's the one who wrote the Lady Gaga parody, and so you got to hear this. You oh, can that was have great. the first. Yeah. You can have the first piece of this. Wow. Um, who is this guy? Matisse Yahu. Yeah. I think that's some fluffy talk for Matthew. Yeah, he's an ordained Jewish uh, rabbi who raps. And he's a rebel. He's a rebel against God. <laughs> but he, but he might come around. But listen to how she rewrote this. Okay. Now, you got to wow. Is this, this is, exclusive. This, this is, is awesome. Good. Included in this on phone call in, on this group right here is um, a little guy who's a Jew. So for his sake, you must sing this song. Would you? Okay, she's got it pretty well down. She wrote it. It's really cool. 
You'll really like this. It's really good because you'll awesome. recognize the song and you'll really like it. Awesome. She's really good at this. Hold on. I'm quivering. The writing, but not necessarily the singing. Okay, ready? <laughs> you ready, Jew boy? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> he said, ready, Jew boy. <laughs> okay, ready? Here I am. <laughs> You've gone astray, it's coming soon, despite all your scheming. Think you may evade your doom, it's coming fast for a reason. Put your proud rebellion down, or forever in your grief you'll drown. All the nations will come to surround Jerusalem. It will be trodden down because all you Jews have been fighting for. You've been pushing for, for the people to say that we will not obey no more. We can end these wars. We can keep God at bay. One day, one day, one day, one day. One day, one day, there is no doubt you will lose, cause you abuse, you won't heed all the words of the covenant, God thou told me, keep on defying, though the slaughter is nigh there's hope for some who have lost your way. Yahweh, the affliction is coming, but those who repent will be saved. Be safe, put your proud rebellion down, or forever in your grief you'll drown. All the nations will come to surround Jerusalem. It will be trodden down because all you Jews have been fighting for. You've been pushing for, for the people to say that we will not obey no more. We can end these wars. We can keep God at bay. One day, one day, one day. One day, one day, one day. You God, He will not change. His promise the same. Obey the commandments. Step with the hate. You never will be free. Can't help but be bound by His standard. Justice by His sodom cause. One day, one day, one day, one day, one day, all you just have been fighting for, you've been pushing for, for the people to say that we will not obey no more, we can end these wars, we can keep God at bay, one day. I think you get the idea. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, you just gotta say, you just gotta say the girl. She she drew those concepts, those scriptural concepts from the prophets together, and it is so awesome. That it's a gift. It is a gift. What'd that th- was really good. You know, she had that that Lady Gaga song. I put it on yeah. one of my shows. I I had that song in my head for three days after <laughs> that. Did you like the song yeah. Christ? Did you like the song Christ Killer? Christ killer. Yeah, you got look guys, don't mock that concept. No, when I'm those not Jews broke the covenant, they brought wrath. Right. When they murdered their beloved, their Messiah, oh yikes, they went beyond the pale. 
that was the last straw. That's when God turned from the Jews to the Gentiles to call out a people for his name. And all the prophets said it. God is going to and is provoking them to jealousy because they provoked him to jealousy with their idols and their false gods. He said, I'm going to provoke you to jealousy with a people who were not in times past, my people. So that guy saying, that little Jew guy on this phone, just now saying, if there is a God, you simpleton, of course there's a God. You know, because Romans 1 says, that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. Even, look, everything you see around you created, all this amazing work, the intricacies of the human cre- creature, the trees, the everything you see, the stars, the heavens. Yeah. Amen. You know there's a God. In our defense, I mean, what were we supposed to do? Jesus was causing trouble. Yeah, I know, hun. Causing yeah. trouble if you're a rebel and a clueless pinhead. Yeah, Jews can make jokes about things, you know. That's about all they're good yeah, for. Yeah, everyone does. Stupid, doomed Americans do it, too. Yeah. It's called mockers. Paul said in the last days, and Peter also, there will rise mockers and scoffers walking after their own lust, saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since mm-hmm. the fathers fell asleep, all things remain as they were from the beginning of the creation. That because this, so Peter says, they are willingly ignorant of the flood and the destruction of Sodom. If, what you, saying. if you saw a dog and a Jew swimming and they were both drowning, which one would you save if you could only save one? A dog and a Jew. You mean a person, a dog and a human? A dog and a human Jewish person. Well, how in the hell am I going to know if the person's a Jew or a Gentile? He's dressed up in full Jew regalia. He's got, he's got a yarmulke. <laughs> he's got a yarmulke. Well, first of all, now hear me now. There are no beanies in the Torah. I'm just saying. And right. so I'm saying to you also that if there's a human being and they're in full uh full clothing and they're drowning, first time we'll think, what kind of a dummy got themselves in that spot? And I'll think that only long enough to fish their silly selves out if it's in my power to do it. So you'd You're asking the, me if I'm going to pick between chair. a Jew and a dog, a human right. and a dog? Right. Well, of course, I would let the dog go into New York second. I'm allergic to dogs. Mm. I don't like them. They don't uh, like me. Stuff mm. like that. Hey, Tone, cat. Tone actually had a question, Tone. Tone, go ahead. Question. Um, I'm a uh, conservative uh, Catholic like uh, Sean Hannity and. Um, oh, yikes. Priests rape children, dude. And they lie on God. Worse than raping the children, they lie on God. God hates them. I Amen. Agree. I mean, I don't think that Sean Hannity ever got his, um, these type Sean of. Sean um, Hannity is a dumbass. He needs to just shut the hell up and go away. Amen. So, what else? Okay, I have a question. Do you think about freedom from homosexuality? Like. Like you can you choose either God or this homosexual lifestyle. Is there a way to take away this freedom from homosexuality and believe in God? The freedom? Well, I don't know what you said. Did you say freedom? I can translate. He has a problem with the language. He's basically saying, is there any way we can take away gays' freedom? For instance, not letting them kiss in public, not letting them hold I'm hands. About like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm talking about. 
being freed from homosexuality. I talk about like freedom, like we have in the United States. You, you know about the United States. We have freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of no, press. You don't. No, you don't. I mean, I, I'm talking about freedom from homosexuality. That means you reject these homosexual, um, um, your homosexual uh, desires and decide to go to church. Is a you way you. I got an idea. Hey, here's an idea. Here's a, here's an idea. Obey your God. Here's Amen. an idea. Don't get don't pile up over there behind every other stupid rebel who has some uh, perverted notion in their tiny little pea brain that generally is connected to their even tinier little insignificant private part, and just obey your God. <laughs> that was good. Okay. Well, I mean, every every pervert, every criminal, the pedophile, they'll all tell you, "I can help myself." I can help myself. Here's what God requires of you, that you live sober, righteous, and godly in this present world. So just do that and quit worrying about the fag. Quit worrying about the, the, the guy next to you. Worry about yourself. Obey your own self. This free, how can you be free from homosexual anything? How about this? You obey and you make sure you're doing that and then leave the next guy alone. If he's okay. going to be a fag... He's going to explain that to his God. And I say leave him alone as in don't sit around going, what can I do to make this guy go away? What can I do to make him stop? No. If you want to do something, you do what the Lord your God told you to do. Love your neighbor as yourself, and he told you how you do it. Warn your neighbor that his sin will take him to hell. And that is the only thing you're authorized to do. You give them the warning and then cut it loose. How about that? Okay. Is that a good idea? Well, I think that... Uh, Isn't that a good idea? I think it's a beautiful idea. Yeah, that's what I think. I think it's yeah. beautiful. That's why I'm going to go oh, down to Long Beach, where the Judicious Festival is, and I'm going to have learned that song by then, and I'm going to help sing it. That's awesome. Now, you, you travel a lot. You, I think I do. You, you, tra- you, must, you must travel, like, almost every day of the week, right? No, not I every mean, day. I, yesterday, I was in Omaha. We got up at one something, and we got over there, and we were there when the Catholic brats were going to school with our signs that say "Priest rate boys," and and uh, the Pope is a lying whore, and Both all our Catholic signs and our, and then we did some. We did two schools. We did Creighton Prep School that has a thousand twenty-eight boys because it's an all-boys prep school in Omaha, and then we went over to Creighton University, which is. And all the little rebels were out at both places, and we had our pickets, and it was really awesome because we also had a crew with us, a documentary crew, that came from Holland. And so I also had to take my God Hates Holland sign and my Holland flag (laughs) and stand on that for a while because they're going to take the words back. They're going to take the words. Why does God God hate Holland? Well, Holland is kind of like stupid, doomed America. They don't obey. Oh, okay. So I got my Holland flag because Omaha and those rebels in Omaha haven't yet figured out that you can use a flag for your protest. So while they're getting that figured out, I'm happy for them. I'm going to let them finish. But I had my red, white, and blue Holland flag. So I didn't have a doomed American flag, but I had a fag flag that had stars and stripes on it. And I had a Holland flag, which is just a big red, white, and blue stripe which looks a little bit like a doomed American flag if you're an undiscerning eye, which most dumb Americans are. And then I had my Vatican flag, 
which I was standing. I was standing on those flags. Isn't it great? Well, yeah, you guys, you guys do a lot of stomping on the flag. No, 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 no. Just stood on it. Why would oh. you stomp? And you know they've had so much snow. This nation's getting their ass handed to them by their god. All kinds of unusual weather patterns, and the stupid news people stand around going, "Our, our false goddess, Mother Nature, is really getting after us now." And God says, "My name is Jealous. That's my glory." It's my indignation marching through the land. I have my way in the whirlwind and in the storms and the clouds are the dust of my feet. And don't give my glory to another because I'm not going to have that. So every time dumbass, that'd be filling any news person, they're the dumbass, gets up there and says, Our Mother Nature is getting after us. Well, you bring more thunder because that's the glory of God. And you're supposed to be given the glory of that ass kicking that you got with that weather pattern. You're supposed to give that to God. The hurricanes and the and the snowstorms that have immobilized stupid doomed America's capital. Look how little it takes. God says, I've opened up my armory and brought forth my weapons. Look how little it takes. And God has got this nation immobilized. Right. The freaking federal government is in a, a cold, frozen gridlock they can do nothing which usually they're in gridlock anyway they can't they usually don't do anything anyway but now they for rizzle aren't doing anything they're just sitting around like a bunch of popsicles waiting for the frost to go away right have you ever but in the meanwhile though when we were in omaha they had had also their own big piles of snow so there were these huge piles of snow and we used them like little platforms and stood on them for our pickets it was awesome have you ever? And then I went the, over to Omaha. What have we burned the flag? Is that what you're Have you right burned now? the doomed American flag for for, for uh, against faggotry? <laughs> she hikes. Now you burned <laughs> the. Think about that, Kristen. I know that you're trying to whip that F word into the discussion as much as possible <laughs> well, because you because you're today. a bit of a mocker, hun. But it's no. okay. Here's what we do. It's not. Don't try to blame it all on the fags. This nation has a policy of adultery. A policy. And the Lord Jesus Christ said, the Lord Jesus Christ said, if you divorce and remarry, you are living in adultery. And so when you've got a nation whose divorce and remarriage rate is 50%, I think you can call that a policy. Wow. Actually, the divorce rate is 60%. God hates divorce, at least. And you would know that if you would have just cracked the Bible and read the words. I'm just saying and even in your even in the Old Testament, there, uh, Kike. Yeah, that's, that's what in Leviticus. I said it's in the Old Testament as well that God hates. Uh, he divorce. called. He it's called in Malachi. Men. It's in yep. Malachi, exactly. the last book of the Old Testament. He says God hates divorce. So God somebody hates like, divorce. Somebody like Rosie O'Donnell, who had a gay marriage and a gay divorce, she's like going to the seventh layer of hell, right? Uh, No. The person, though, who didn't warn her, who knew that that she was over there in... Look, those fags, if you read Romans 1, which I'm sure you haven't, but if you would bother to, you would find that God has given those fags over to that. He's given given them up to it. He Mm -hmm. says that they're burned and they're lost one toward another, for even their women to change 
the natural use to that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman, men with men, burned in their lust one toward another, doing that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that reward of their error which is fitting. So I'm just saying that those fags are not in near the trouble that their enablers are. And their enablers are every person who's not out warning them that their sin will take them to hell. I have a question. So divorce is bad. I have a lot of sex out of wedlock. Is that better? No. Well, You're here's the standard. Anybody. Here's the standard. You find it in Hebrews 13:4, among many, many, many other places. Marriage is honorable in all. And that bed, that bed is undefiled. Every other sexual connection, God will damn in hell forever. And when the woman came to the Lord Jesus Christ and said, blah, 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 and he said, where's your husband? She said, I, I don't have a husband. He said, you got that right. And that guy that you got, that guy you're currently whoring with, he's not your husband either. And neither were any of those uh, marriages that you had besides the first one. They're, they're not your husband. None of them are your husband. One man, one woman, one lifetime. And what you do in that marriage bed is undefiled. Okay, what if so you... I have another what? question. Okay. I bet you do. I bet you do. <laughs> so come on, bring it on. I'm sure you've got a question. Let's hear it. I think about that. You said about this. You said the priests rape boys and you're against the Catholic Church and everything like that. I mean, well, I, I said priests rape children, and worse than that, worse than the raping of the children and women and other people that the priests have raped all over this nation, um, is they're lying on God. In fact, the reason that priests rape children and, and others is because they first lied on God. I mean, when you when you've got the Lord Jesus Christ telling you that there is only one intercessor between man and God, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And now you got people kissing the Pope's ring and his ass and everything else. You don't have any bowing to him. Exactly. The beast (laughs) bowing to the false prophet. How perfect is that? So anyway, I'm just saying um, all of it's wrong and all of it's bad. And so what's your question? That Uh, Catholic pedophile monster doesn't resemble anything like the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. It only resembles that big, fat-assed whore of Revelation 17 that's got her big, fat ass all over the world. you got to just think of a big, huge, fat ass on a big, fat-assed woman sitting all over the world. So think about your girlfriend, Freeman. You got it? (laughs) Does that graphic, does that give you a visual that helps you understand that concept? Yeah, it makes me want to have sex out of wedlock with a girl with a big, fat ass. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm sorry for you, Hud. I'm sorry for you, and I'm not, I'm not going to let you finish. Who are you? Who are you that just said that? That, that was the Jew. Yeah. yeah I'm okay. Okay. Well, um, okay. So now. You said that Obama is the Antichrist, and I know some school children going like, Barack Hussein Obama, mm, 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 and kissing his butt all the time. You think that that's, that is happening, and point of view that everyone's going to kiss Obama's butt? And I, I, I don't I don't understand what he said. I keep hearing the word Obama and something about kissing some butt. I don't know what else he said. He's talking about the children and being indoctrinated into uh, into worshiping Obama. As what do you care? Don't you understand? I'm thinking this conversation is too little, too late. This conversation, you need to elevate this discussion. Your destruction is imminent. 
So who cares what you're teaching your children now? You done already taught them that God is a big fat liar. So then You've already taught them that all of his standards and commandments are on the table for disposal at their will. So what do you want, what what more do you want to talk about than that? Well, You've done already made them so that they have a horrible curse of God on them. That promised curse that you find in Jeremiah 13, the first ten verses, which mm-hmm. basically ends with this: I'm going to make you your people to be profitable for nothing, good for absolutely nothing. And that's what you got in this country, a bunch of kids that are good for nothing. I'm so laughing. There's a big old CNN story today and all kinds of caterwauling. Who's that fool that has a CNN show in the afternoon's name? Mike Galano. And so he's got the footage where these two 15-year-old bimbos are, one attacks the other one over by the Metro cops, and the Metro cops in Seattle are standing there watching it. Now it's all the rage, all over the stupid, doomed American airwaves. They're going, oh, my God, those transit officers just stood there while those girls, the girl got attacked and blah, they did nothing. I'm thinking, you made them good for nothing, and now you're going to try to lay that at the feet of those People that you're paying next to nothing, give them no power, no authority, and tell them you better not get involved in anything. You better just watch and report. And then all the big mouth blabberheads in the country are going, they should have stepped in. Why? Why? You didn't step in. You taught them that God's a liar. You broke their moral compass. Thou shalt not kill. Doesn't mean squat to these brats. And now you're going to blame some poor sucker who you're paying minimum wage and calling him a transit officer? Well, Yikes. I mean, I've seen a lot of footage where the police helped your family. Helped our family. Yikers. I mean, Dude, are you mean, me? did you really mean to say, is what you really meant to say was that the police did their job and kept the peace? Well, sometimes oh, yeah. they do that. Every once in a while, the police do their job. Do their job. You know, we pay the police, the police in this country, some pretty good money, and their job is to keep the peace, to secure, just... to secure American citizens in, in their rights. But a minute ago, you said, you said the police make ne- next to nothing when it served the point you were trying no, to make. No, I did ago. not. Say, no, I said you call those no. transit officers. Right. They're not cops. Don't be silly. Don't be so undisciplined in your thinking and your you know, words. Sorry. You I know said police officers. Us Jews are dumb. Well, yes. nevertheless, first of all, you're not dumb. You've, had, you've been, you're just cursed, which is a lot worse than being dumb. Mm-hmm. Dumb isn't going to get you in hell, but cursed is. He's pretty dumb, Shirley. He just flunked out of AutoCAD class. What's that? My question is, keep using the word bimbo. He called, like, Julie Banderas a bimbo. You yes, hon. And, and here's another good word for her and the rest of the bimbos of this nation. Whore. Simple, simple sluts. Slut. This nation has raised their daughters to be simple sluts, and mm-hmm. that includes bimbo Banderas. What I said to bimbo Banderas was, the reason she's dubbed Bimbo Bandera. She's talking about how. Okay. I said, 
You're so proud of your sin. You're so proud. You are so proud. You sin with both hands. You can't get enough of it. And then you're so proud of it. And she's trying to act like I'm crazy because I'm noting that this nation's proud of their sin. So I said, well, can you say gay pride bimbo? That's all. She's a bimbo. If she doesn't understand that this nation's proud of their sin, then she's either A, lying, or she's B, too stupid to be drawing breath. That's all. I'm just saying. And then everyone, so everyone at Fox News and um, all these media outlets are all, I mean, even Fox News is considered to be a lying propaganda, even like Bill O'Reilly, a spin doctor. And, the uh, only Larry, purpose, the only value that these news agencies have at this hour is to publish these words from Westboro Baptist Church. But what, think about that for a moment. That's my big question. If we're doomed, if, mm-hmm. if no matter what, why, why do you guys work so hard to try to, to inform us about it? I'm if, so if glad it, you did not say that why do we work so hard to try to save you? Because we're not doing that. Here's what we're doing, hon. The reason we're working so hard is because it's our duty. And the reason we're working so hard is because it's our honor. If you'd have just read the words written in the book, you would know that what we're doing is we're binding you to these standards of God so that that the thunder comes. We're bringing the wrath of God down on you by making sure that you're clear about the standards. So then you are without excuse and the thunder comes. That's what the scripture says. And when this nation figures that out, you're going to be doing like that king did when he figured out that the prophets in his day were the ones that were bringing the thunder on them. And they already do that some. When that woman ate her baby in San Antonio on July 26th last year, when she took those two swords and chopped that baby. The next thing you know, three days later, here comes an article. Is this Westboro's fault? Did they do this? Did they put the suggestion in her head? Because they have that sign that says you will eat your baby. Oh, my God. That's exactly what happened in ancient Israel when it was about time for the destruction of doomed Israel. So the prophet was talking to doomed Israel, and he told them, you're going to eat your babies. And so here comes these two women. You can read this in First Kings. And the and the the woman they come to the king. What is it, hon? Oh, excuse me. It's Second Kings six. And so King Jehoram's on the ground, and he's an evil ass. And his dad was evil King Ahab. And so they have so brought the wrath of God down on their heads because of their disobedience that they are now under great siege. And to buy an ass's head takes 80 pieces of silver, an ass's head. Think about having that as your main meal, and only if you have a lot of money to pay for it. So they're under siege, and here come these two women with their cause to present to the king. And he says, what aileth thee? And the woman says, well, uh, this woman that I live with, we both have a son, and we were, we were really hungry, and so we agreed. We made an agreement that today wow. we would eat my son. And, and so we did. We boiled him and we ate him. And tomorrow we're going to eat her son. But now she won't give her son over for us to eat. Now this is the, their cause. They want the king to judge between them. Are you going to make her give that son? We had an agreement. We shook on the deal. You understand? So you know what the king said? Well, first, 
he ripped his clothes and he went and put on sackcloth and ashes and then he's walking, but he's not repenting. I love that. That whole sackcloth thing. Mm -hmm. You think that means he's repentant, but he's not. Mm -hmm. It's a show of repentance, but he was mad as hell. And this is what the words were that came out of his mouth. By this time tomorrow, the head is coming off that prophet. And, of course, it didn't happen. He didn't get to take the head of the prophet. But that's what he said. He blamed the prophet. He realized that the prophet was the one bringing the thunder on them because he was making them own the standards of God. He was doing what we're doing. He was right in their face every day telling them, God is going to clean your clocks because you won't obey him. And so haven't you noticed that they've used the terms first and worst a lot lately this is the worst snowstorm this is the worst uh this is the worst hurricane this is the worst uh calamity 9-11 is the worst thing that's ever happened on our soil and this is the worst war we've ever been in and blah 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 and recently washington dc has gotten more snow than they ever have had on record Ever. So it's yes. the first time they've had that type exactly. of and I and so I and I'm just loving it. And not just them, Baltimore, you know, that's where they put us on trial. They don't they didn't nobody bothered to read the words and understand that when God said my the last act of my compassion to a nation that I would destroy, the last act of my compassion is to send my servants onto your streets to warn you. And when I do that you leave them alone, because if you mess with them, you've touched the apple of my eye, and I'm going to repay you to your face what you do to them, what you try to do to them, and what you want to do to them. Now, you guys know that the words just flow all over this country about all the stuff they're going to do to us up in here, mm-hmm. and it's what's happening to you, you big dummies. Mm-hmm. You do it to yourself. You, you determine the outcome and it's so awesome. It's so amazing because you all stand around like this dumb Jew on here going, if there is a God, burp, fart, hey, stupid, there is a God. Now what? Open your fucking eyes. Can, okay. I, can, I ask, can I ask you a quick question? I know you guys sure. uh, kind of transcend religion. You're above it. Oh, I'm sorry, transcend. No, we're not above no, it. No, we word. read it and I, we I obey meant, it. I meant politics. I apologize. I apologize. Okay. Um, I was just wondering, um, I was wondering what you thought about Sarah Palin. Yikes. Well, she's like the queen bimbo. She's like that thing you, (laughs) that thing that this nation really, really deserves. I mean, if you're going to be a nation of pushy witches, of stupid pushy witches, well, then you just need a stupid pushy witch to be like your um, representative. She's like your poster child. She's what you need in a bad way, this silly bimbo. Yikes. I mean, and she's making money hand over fist to stand up there and give you the aw shucks, oh golly routine. Uh-huh. Soccer. I'm a soccer mom. I got yes. my this and my that. And not, no one bothers to look over there and say, uh, we better steer clear of this broad. She's done already had a major God smack. She needs to be going home, shut her mouth, shut her doors, take care of that little retarded child that the Lord and her God gave her. Amen. All right. Well, um, let's, let's go ahead and wrap. Our question is this. Do you think that God is a statist? What did you say? Do you think that God is a statist? I mean, that's the, the word that this good 
guy named Mark Levin in the show. Mark Levin's a Jewish I, talk I, show host. But what did? But I don't know what he said though. He's asking is is God a sadist? I don't care what you call God because at the end of the day, you get to explain that. So if you think that God is a sadist, here's what you need to do. You need to make a PowerPoint presentation. That way, when God has you by the scruff of your nasty little unwashed neck and he's ready to drop kick you into hell, you can just look over your shoulder, look him square in the eye and say, but I got a PowerPoint presentation. I think you're a sadist. See if that gets you one drop of water to cool your tongue or gets you any oh days God. off from eternity in hell. I don't think so. Shirley, I, I'm so happy. You've been like my favorite, my favorite guest we've ever had on the show. Absolutely. We've had everyone from Charles Manson to... Oh, yikes. Uh, How did yeah. you do that? Um, I, I actually started writing to him, um, asking because I wanted to do a book on him, and he started calling me. And so, collect. Really? Yeah. Collect. <laughs> collect. Oh, yeah, yikes. That's the only way he could call. But, um, but it's funny because he also mentioned um, putting babies on the fire. Yes. And I thought putting he was babies. talking about abortion. No. And most of the audience thought he was literally talking about putting babies on a fire. Yes. Yeah, well, you know, that's not any, that's not any mystery. The guy's got nothing but time on his hands. I would hope yeah. that he would have read a few words out of the Bible. It doesn't give him understanding, but it gives him knowledge. Yeah, he, um, he, he thinks he's, uh, he, he still believes he's like a deity. Yeah, I know. So. I know. He's one of those deities that can't get himself out of jail. <laughs> That's true. Thank you so much. No, you've had enough question. questions, Tone. Thank you so much, Shirley, to, uh, for taking yes. your time today with us. Well, thank you. Yeah, and have I, a nice I really day. Hope, I hope that you'll come on again. And, and I would love – could you thank Megan for singing us a song and thank your beautiful daughter, Grace, for setting everything up? Yes. Sure. <laughs> All right. I will do. All right. Thank and, you. And, and, and please come on again if you I will be happy to. Thank you so thank much you. for calling. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. Bye, Shirley. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Shirley. So what was your impression of, of Shirley Phelps Roper? Hey, I think that she has a good sense of humor. We're polite. I mean, we're not like one of these um, um, these uh, these uh, freaks who keep on saying insults about her, but we're sincere. I thought, yeah. I, I like her. I, I like Shirley. I don't agree with... Um, the things she says. Well, I mean, with the First Amendment, I mean, it's like, I, I do believe she has a right to say what she mm-hmm. wants to say. I don't agree with um, the protesting of the funerals. I just think, you know, I, I would just, I'm, I'm just crushed for those families, you know. That, yeah, it's kind, kind yeah. of bad taste. Yeah, but um, but I, I think she's an intelligent and she is a very likable woman. I mean, she's she's got a great sense of humor. I don't know, what was your impression, Bob Bob the Jew? That's what we should yeah. be calling it. Uh, no, I thought she was nice. Uh, I, I don't know why I had to be little, though, just because I'm a Jew. She kept calling me little Jew. That was funny. And, yeah. yeah I, aren't there any big Jews? Um, Do you, are you talking penis size or height? No, God, God knows. God knows I'm not a big Jew in that way. Yeah, because I was going to say, let's put K on the phone and just validate how dare you? <laughs> actually, actually, what's his name? Lon Winner or whatever? From, uh, I forget his name, but he's the, one of the CEOs of Def Jam. He's a big, tall Jewish guy. Really? Yeah. 
I think Peter be. North actually might. Is Peter North a Jew? I, I think he might be. He's got a big schlong. That, really? That was, we were talking about. Hey, Tony, have you ever seen Freeman's penis? Um, oh, you know what? Seen I, I've seen it, but I really did not want to look at other uh, men's penis. I really don't think it's disgusting. However, I do I do work out in the gym, and I did see some. Um, I have um, to some. There are some men without clothes, but you just avoid looking at them and kind of like. No, 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 no! I'm not trying to say. No, no, that's wrong. I'm trying to say this: Do not look at them. Do not say anything to them, or just mind your own fucking business. That's so, all you ever do. Do you ever, do you ever get urges when you see the naked men? Do you ever have urges? No, no, I don't have any urges. No, like you a, just you you fight the temptation. On a scale of one to ten inches, uh, where would you rate Freeman's? You, I have no idea. I don't want to rank anything, okay? Tone, I have stuck it directly in your face. You have to have had a good view of it. Is it bigger? I want to look at it, and I don't really give a rat's ass, okay? Is it bigger than yours? Smaller than yours? Okay, yeah, because no, I don't give a rat's ass. Tone, I've seen yours. Now, yours is roughly about what three inches erect, four inches. (laughs) Would you say Freeman's is bigger or smaller than yours? I don't want. I don't care. Oh. If you ever cut off your pinky on accident, would you consider putting your penis there to replace it? <laughs> no. That is disgusting. You're a disgusting freak. I really do not want to look, talk about this, nice. uh, this, that, this thing about it because that is really disgusting. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to see it. I will avoid looking at it as much as possible. I know that um, in the, I know in the military, some men in the military are showered together. I just not hope that there are no queers. I hope that this don't act on topology space in place. Even though the head general, the joint, the head, the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the number one guy in in the military, says that there should be no donor asked, don't tell. You're still for it. You know more about the I, military than them. Than yeah, the, but that guy's gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Okay. Oh, think- oh, and by the way, Shirley didn't like you. Oh, yeah. I, hey, that's, she, I think she likes it. Hey, that's, um, that's her opinion. And, um, I, look, I truly believe that um, she has a right to say what she wants. She liked me. I, I think she liked, I think, I, I got a really warm feeling from her. I, I I didn't think she disliked even the little Jew over there. Yeah, I got this really she, disturbing, crazy. She was working herself into a crescendo. I think if we were on the phone about 10 more minutes, she would have been screaming and yelling. And I like, and I like the guy in the background that corrected the one Bible verse. Yeah, like that was just like out of the blue. Like, it's actually Corinthians one ten. Ah, oh, sorry about that. I meant to ask her who that was. I'm thinking it was her husband. Or maybe she just has a Bible fact checker on yeah. staff. But um, but anyways, um, yeah, yeah, I I I I enjoyed having her on. I I hope she comes on again. Like I said, <laughs> when you talk to these type of people, be polite. Right. Be uh, be maybe nice. Uh-huh. You don't have to agree. Be I mean agree to disagree. Of course you can disagree with me. And I and I know people on Facebook. I know there are a lot of people in Facebook who don't agree with my views. So I'm um, I tell them my friend or dear friend, and after uh-huh. I, I call them my friend and stuff like that. 
Hey, Tom, what are you talking about? Yeah, I know. Who knows? Hey, you just, like, went off on some crazy tangent on, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, thanks for listening. Check us out at ZZZList.com, on Twitter, ZZZList.com, AutoTK.com. Also check out God's Hate, GodHatesFags.com, um, BobFreemanBoard.tv. Antone, do you, have, do you still have a blog or... You know what? I'm going to. Um, I haven't updated my blog, but you know what I'll do is that I'm going to go ahead. No I, I believe the word is no, Tone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tone, Bob Freeman, Chris Otto. Thank you so much for joining us. All right, thank you very much, and I. All right. And I salute to you. To me. I salute to every one of you. I salute to you, Tone. Individual ears as a whole. <laughs> as a whole. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Problem is easy if you want to obey God. Put away your filthy idols and hear ye the rod. But you love all your sins and follow lying frogs. There must be 50 ways to eat your baby. You murder babies by the millions every day. You lie about what Jesus would do and would say. Children, that it's okay to be gay. There must be 50 ways to eat your baby. 50 ways to eat your baby. You just get into the, the boat, dope. Pass it back to the fire. Fornicating the boys, of course. Just listen to me.